Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. I'm continuing today with another psalm because I, like I have told you the other day, I have been deep into the psalms lately, and it has been an inspiration to me. It has touched my life and my heart, and I want to share some of those psalms with you. Our Heavenly Father, lead us this day. Oh, God, open our hearts and minds to the psalms of David. God, that you were so real to David. You were so close to David. David struggled, and you were there. You were by his side, day in and day out. Our Heavenly Father, be by our side. Be by our side, day in and day out. Walk with us, I pray. Talk with us. Show us your way. God, I love you. Oh, I love you. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for being with these listeners. God, lead us this day as we come closer to you, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 30 I shared yesterday. Today I'm sharing Psalm 34. I just don't want you to get confused because some of the Psalms sound very similar. But I'm telling you this. They're different in many ways, and they're different situations. You know, David probably wrote these in different days as he was dealing with his struggles and dealing with all these things going on, and you see that in the Psalms. You see what David is about. When you see David hiding and David trying to preserve his life when Saul was chasing him, you see that, but you recognize the closeness David had with Almighty God. David was after the heart of God. People of God I want to be after the heart of God. I want you to be after the heart of God. I want you to be so after the heart of God, you do everything you can to draw near to him. God loves you. He has a great plan for you. Psalm 34, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Great first verse. I will extol, I will lift up the name of Jesus. I will lift up the name of God, David was saying, because David wasn't aware of Jesus at the time, but he was extolling God. God, you will be on my lips at all times, even in the good, even in the bad. You are there, God. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. I like that. He's saying, hey, let the afflicted, those that are struggling, those that have issues, those that have health problems, those that are going a wrong direction, let the afflicted hear the word of God and rejoice. I like in the Philippians, Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We need to rejoice in the Lord. We need to be people rejoicing. We need to be rejoicing in our services. You know, our service shouldn't be mundane and just plain and put us to sleep with, you know, whatever. He wants us to rejoice and be glad. You know, our church isn't as lively as some churches, but it's getting, it's, it's pretty lively. And it doesn't matter the liveliness of your church of, of your, and how that connects with your Christianity. Some people say, well, hey, that's for show. People, they sing all these uppity songs and this and that, and they raise their hands, and they clap, and this and that. That's sacrilegious. Sacrilegious? Are you kidding me? We are praising Almighty God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. David uh, danced around in loincloths. David and all sorts of instruments were playing, and, and cymbals were slamming together praising God. But yet, we want to judge everybody else's worship how they do it. I don't want to judge anybody's worship, you know? If you have a sedate worship and it's just and it's all it's all hymns and very quiet and it's only a piano or maybe you don't even have a piano, 
Fine, worship him. But don't judge somebody else by the way they do. Now, our church wouldn't be, can be considered one of those big modern hip churches because, you know, you got a 64-year-old pastor. So probably you're going to, it's not going to be going that total way. Now, I got associate that's 37 and associate that's 20, 27, you know, and, and I think maybe they are like a little more, but it's, but we have, I think we have a real balance. We, we even sing a hymn uh, almost every Sunday, some kind of hymn, I think, and but we tie things up, but it's not about any of that. It's about bringing glory to God. He says, hear and rejoice. Then he says, glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt the name together. That's what we do in corporate worship. We exalt the name together. together. And I said this a few days ago, that song. I love that song. I exalt thee, I exalt thee. You know, and sometimes I break out in song. I don't know why, because I love to sing. I guess that's why. But I exalt the Lord. He says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from my fears. That's exactly what David said. That's exactly what God did for him. That's exactly what God has done for me. My God has delivered me from my fears. My God has answered me. My God has been real to me. Thank you, Jesus, for my my Lord, my Savior. Thank you, God, for Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for, for your Heavenly Father. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. I recognize what you're about. He says, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Why? Because they're looking to Almighty God. You have no reason to cover your your eyes with shame, your hearts with shame, your face with shame, because you're serving Almighty God. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. Uh, Verse 6, this poor man called, and the Lord heard him, and he saved him. From his troubles. People of God, God is there to save you from troubles. You may be in some deep troubles right now. Call on God. Have faith and believe and give God time to work and he will work in your life. The angel, I like this one, and I quoted this here recently uh, a lot. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. And you can use fear in the sense of here, those who rever him, those who love him. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who certainly are in tune with God. And he says, he delivers them. He delivers you. Why? Because you've called upon God. And God's angels are all around you. He's protecting you. Fear the Lord, you holy people. For those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry. But those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Again, love and reverence of the Lord, fear means here. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. People of God, that's so important for all of us. Keep your tongue from evil, your lips from telling lies. Tell the truth all the time. Say good things about people. If you find anything negative coming out of your mouth about someone, stop and reflect. I've told you many times, I've got an incredible daughter. I mean, she's not just a great daughter. She is an incredible daughter, and she is deeply in love with her Lord and Savior. But one thing she always, even as a teenager, if mom and I were in a car, if we would start saying something about a situation or about somebody, she would always say, can we speak positive about them? Can you say something positive? You're going to say, I mean, she, her, I don't know where she got it from my dad, I guess, but she, she's an amazing, uh, 
amazing kid. I'm so proud of her. I'm so glad that she and her husband love God so much. And she's telling me she's reading through the Old Testament now. She's gonna, she's reading rapidly through the Bible. And uh, she was talking to me about that. And she's so involved. And man, she plays the keys at her at her church in Pocatello. And and I am so proud of her. I tell you what, I I sent her a text this morning at 5:40, and I just said to her. In fact, you know what? I'm going to, if I can get my phone up here, I'm going to read you with a text that I sent to her. I wasn't planning on doing that, but I knew she had to go to work early this morning. She was working at uh, Starbucks in Pocatello. She used to work at Dutch Bro here to help her way through college. I said this. I said, I love you so much. Been up since three, praying and listening to God's word. I'm so thankful for his incredible mercy. May your day be filled with his glory and know how much your dad loves you. Have a great day at work. And she sends it back about 10 till 6 before she has right right before she's at work. Ah, oh, thanks. And wow, I love you too. I hope you have a great day as well. Oh, my goodness. My heart melts when I even think of my daughter. I just, you know, we love our kids so much. And I love my little boy who passed away when he was five. He loved Jesus too. He had a tremendous relationship with Jesus at age five. I am so grateful for that. I'm so grateful he's in heaven waiting for myself and my wife and more than anything else, enjoying the presence of Almighty God. Well, anyway, let's move on here. I'm sorry, I got personal there. There it is. One of those days, verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. He hears your cry. He knows your need, and he's going to respond to it. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. People, if you're doing evil, the face of the Lord is against that. But he wants to blot, and you're going to blot their name off the earth, he says. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Do not live in evil. If you're living in evil right now, turn away. Turn away. That's what repent means. Repent means turn away. Turn away from evil. Ask God today. In fact, right now, if there's any of you struggling and you know that you've sinned against God, would you join me in prayer? Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, forgive me of my sins. Lord, forgive me of the the sins I've committed. and And Lord, come into my life and Make things real. Lord, I love you, but I want to make sure I'm right with you. Blot out every sin that I've ever committed. Blot out anything, and even, Lord, protect me from future things that I would walk with you. Thank you, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Maybe some of you needed to pray that prayer with me today, and if you did, praise God. You can praise God for it because he has blotted it out. He will remember it no more. Then I'm I'm closing in. I'm going to try to finish this in the last minute here. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from their troubles, as I said. Then the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many people, folks, are crushed in spirit, and he will save you from that. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. You hear that? Just because you're a Christian, just because you're living right, you may have many troubles. But what did David say? The Lord delivers you from them all. The Lord delivers you. He has taken care of you. Then he goes on to say in closing, he protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will slay the, evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. You hear that? That's closing. No one who takes refuge in God will be condemned. Take refuge in God today. People, I know you are. I know you are. I sense that. And I just love you, and I thank you for listening today. God bless you this very day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.